Sarayim Tov, we continue in the Sefer Nefesh Shimshon. This should be the last class on the Brach of Yotzer or Uvarei Choshech. And we're discussing some of the relevant uh, sentences that describe God's power as Melech, Kel Chai Vekayom, Osech Adoshos, Poel Gevuros, Borei Refuos. So now we're going to look at another very important clause. And the clause is, Hashem is one who renews in his goodness every day constantly the acts of creation. Ka'amur, as the Pasuk says, to make big lights. For his kindness is eternal. This is a very important concept that we say every single day. And this, I don't know, it's one of the most important clauses in this bracha. I would not necessarily the most, but a very important one. The fact that Hashem renews the creation at every moment, not just every day, but every moment. That means you have to imagine, if you could, that the creation vanishes and then gets remade every moment. It happens so fast. You can't even tell it's happening. Same thing is our body. There are cells renew every time, so we know. What's renewing? The cells, yeah, the cells yes. Renew. The cells renew, so all the cells of the entire world renews, and at any moment, God could just stop it, and their existence would stop. So therefore, Hashem really has Lamish control of every nanosecond of creation. Now, what this is saying is besides the fact that we know, and that's one of the principles of our faith, that Hashem um, is responsible for everything. But it's another very important idea. Sometimes a person can be going through a very difficult time in life. And a person could think to himself, is God really thinking about me? Does God really remember me? Does he feel what I'm going through? Every once in a while we go through those situations where we feel broken. And therefore to not fall in that, every day we have to have kavana first thing in the morning to constantly remember that Hashem renews the existence of the world every day, every moment. He renews the acts of creation. And therefore, how can you say that maybe Hashem forgot you? Because besides keeping everything else going on every moment, He's keeping you going on every moment. Every moment, He creates you again. Just like Hashem created the first man, so Hashem creates me now. Okay? Hashem creates each and every one of us every day because he loves us, he wants us. Together with the whole world, he's very excited to have us be in the world. That is, so in other words, how could Hashem forget you? If he forgot, you know what happened? You'd vanish. <laughs> Hashem, Hashem has to keep a constant eye on you. And if he would forget you, poof. You're gone. Because every second he has to make you again. So that's one level, but it's even deeper than that. 
that means that whatever existed yesterday or the moment before this moment does not mean that this has to be the, the next moment. Because the next moment is a new creation of something from nothing. And it's not something just continues from the moment before. So every situation that we see, this situation now, that is exactly the situation that should be. That is the shape of the creation as it should be at this time in an initial way. It's not like I say, well, you know, the world could be a little better now, but I'll, I'll let it go with just, you know, not so good. The world is the optimal way it's supposed to be. All the laws of nature, even though there are certain set laws, but they have a creator who runs those every moment from some from nothing to something. So if Hashem renews the situation right now, it means for this moment, the best way of seeing the creation is how it is right now. And if it should be that if Hashem is creating the world now, that must be the way it really should be. There's no such thing as, well, because it was like this yesterday, Hashem makes it like this way now. No, it's exactly the way he wants it this minute. The sun is out right now. Okay, that's not an old desire of Hashem. That's what Hashem runs right now. Sun is not shining because it was shining yesterday. But there's a unique reason why the sun should be shining right now. Same with the moon, same with the stars. All the laws of nature right now should act the way they do. And if Hashem doesn't want them to, they won't. So this is a very important point. The um, last Lubavitcher Rebbe, he spoke in, in his uh, famous um, speech, what is Hasidus? That's like the primer of what it, what is Hasidus. We did it once many years ago on a Shabbos, Shabbos, and maybe we should do it again. Um, and he discusses how to understand it. He discusses the Moda Ani Lefanecha prayer. And this idea of Vachadesh Bechol Yom Tamid And he says, on top of everything we just said, that just because something was the way it was yesterday, in no way does it have to be that way today. You know, so that means, let's say, you owe people a million dollars. It doesn't have to be that way today. What do you mean I owe them the money? Yeah, well maybe if the people you owe the money, what if they go bankrupt today, tomorrow? What if their business gets hit by uh, a storm, a hurricane that totally destroys the business, there's no records, it's gone. What if their computers get hacked in by the Chinese and they don't know who owes the money and they're gonna say you owe them money you say, well, can you prove it? Well, it was in the computer, but it's lost. It, it doesn't have to be that way, even if it looks hopeless. A person never has cancer, okay? But the cancer has to renew itself every moment. Hashem can decide, I won't renew it right now. 
Now, of course, to get Hashem to do that, you got to have some big merits on your side. But just because something is the way it was a minute ago, doesn't have to be the way it is now. Now, unfortunately, that could be understood in negative ways. Person's healthy, vibrant, all of a sudden, boom, drops dead from a heart attack. What do you mean? I was so healthy. I just came back from the doctor yesterday. He said, I'm, I'm strong as a bull. Yes, but Hashem could say, that's the end of your time. Hashem has to will you to be in existence. So you're never um, sure of what the next moment will be. But one thing you'll be for sure. It's the optimum moment that Hashem wants. That's a critical point. With this, this becomes now, the Gemara says, Ein ato elo loshem tshuva. When the Torah says the word ato, ayin tofhe, which means now, that's always the expression of tshuva. And the question is, why, why is that word an expression of tshuva? The answer is, because if everything that I am right now, I'm destined to have to repeat it every moment. The way I am right now, a person with a raging temper, a person who's lazy as everything, that's the way I am now. So I'm going to be forever. And therefore, I can't do tshuva. But if every moment the world is recreated, so are you. And you can daven Hashem, and you can do things that can cause you to change. Yes, you've been in Russia for the last 30 years in a row, nonstop. That's, that's true. Doesn't mean you have to be in Russia the next minute. And therefore, Atta, now, when, when should I do chill? Right now. Why, why, what, what's so special right now? Because right now is a new moment. It's a new you. And that really should not be connected to the past, only the fact that you've got memories stored up of the past. But doesn't mean that you have to be that way. And really Hashem can change your memory too. Because if you do real tshuva, real tshuva, then things you did in the past, you forget about them. They're not part of your schema anymore. And that's such a great encouragement for tshuva to happen. And of course, this is all important as we're laying the, laying the groundwork for the Amida. And a person can say to me, listen, I've davened to you, Hashem, for 20 years for this, and I haven't gotten it. So I just might as well should give up by now. The answer is no. Because Hashem is mechadish b'chol yom to meet massive reishis. So maybe Hashem, he needed 20 years of tefillah, and right now it's going to change. Right now. One thing is for sure. Nobody in their wildest dreams on October 6th thought that October 7th was going to happen. No one in their wildest dreams. It happened. Why? For whatever reason, Hashem renewed the world in such a way that somehow the uh, defense mechanisms didn't work. It failed. How could it fail? Yesterday, Hashem wanted, for whatever reason, there's no way we could have got in from Arif last night. Hashem made it that the, uh, the, the, what do you call it? The detectors could not detect the fobs. You guys were locked out. So why did Hashem do that? Who knows? But one thing's for sure. He wants to know how hard we're going to try to get in. 
could have said, oh, the door's locked. Tried this door, tried that door. Can't get in. Forget about Marv. But then somebody said, let's try another door. And guess what? They found it. It's unlocked completely. And you have a homeless person over there. Now, why was that door unlocked? Was it so the homeless person could get in? I don't know. Maybe maybe he needed a chesed from Hashem. But maybe it's so we could get in. Now, of course, why did Hashem have the power go out that the fobs can't work? Well, Hashem wants to know how much effort you're going to make. Make it a little harder to get into shul. Or as I mentioned a couple of years ago, when all the power went out in Thornhill, we had nowhere to daven. So where are we daven? In the CIBC, the bank teller. Because there was, it wasn't locked. And we daven Mincha and we daven Marv, and people came in to buy and take some cash of that and thought we were crazy. But we have to show that. You know, so so every moment is another moment and you're not tied down to the past moment. That's such an empowering point. Okay, that's point number one. Point number two, we end off the bracha, the, the whole bracha, Baruch HaTashem Yotzer HaMeoros. You created the lights. And that parallels then Mariv first bracha, Baruch Asher Bidvaro Mariv Aravim. By Hashem's words, he has the evenings come. So in the evenings, we make a bracha on the evening, and in the morning, we make a bracha for the light. But the Gemara adds something that when you're, it's the nighttime, you have to mention something about the day. And in the daytime, you have to also mention something about the night. We incorporate them together, such as we do every morning, Yotzer or Uvarei Choshech. Although the main focus is the light, but we mention the darkness. And at night, we say, Borei Yom Valayla, you create day and night, Golel or Mitnei Choshech, and the, the light rolls away because of the darkness, and the darkness rolls away because of the light. So the question is, why just, let's leave it in the daytime, just make the bracha for the light, and the nighttime make the bracha for the darkness. Why do we have to always, even though the major focus is the daylight, but we have to stick in the dark. And at night, the main focus is the dark. We have to stick in the light. What's going on over here? So we know that the bracha for the light, it's a bracha that incorporates the nature of the world. The nature of the world is revealing all the kindnesses that Hashem gives us in the world, and light and chesed are almost going together. Chesed means the actual reality that exists, and the light reveals that chesed that exists. So therefore, when we say the words yotzer hamaros, we mean to say Hashem created the entire reality, but we're living in the world. We can't sense it, but there's a sign to it, which is what? That the world has light. If the world was all dark and we would live in it, we'd only be living in our own world. We wouldn't be able to interact with anything else. We have no way of connecting with something else. The fact that we have light means we have a connection between other people, other residences, the rest of the world. And that's all in the merit of the light. And we can see God's kindness with the light. And more than that, we know that without any light, there's no life. If you're in a 
underground tunnel for years and years you can't live with total pitch dark with total pitch dark a blind person is considered like a dead person light shows people different colors it expresses the kindness of Hashem and the light gives us the ability that we have a grasp on our reality and that grasp of reality shows that it's complete chesed so therefore, Yotzer or Hashem fashions the light. It's an overall bracha for the entire natural reality of the entire world. A person gets used to seeing the whole world from this light. And you can see a world that's full of chesed. He's living in complete lightness. Unfortunately, there are people who look around them and all they see is bleak darkness. Even though they're not missing anything. But they're always living in the dark. And they got lots of reasons. But the main reason is they're wearing sunglasses. That's why. Very thick sunglasses where you can't see. Because that's from the problems they have in life. Person can be tied up with debts. He could have someone sick in his house. Maybe a person figures he's not learning properly and his friends are learning better than him. And these people are looking at the world through a dark glasses and a small problem can make darkness all around people you know, can imagine let's say a chassan a groom who has all the virtues you could like himamish can learn amazing he's a yarshamayim he's such a charming person he makes a great shidduch and there's money and a future and everything is made but then let's say he comes to the wedding he has a terrible ear infection. It's killing him. So what does he want at that moment only? To go to sleep. He's exhausted. He feels terrible. The amazing wedding that's there, it's hurting his ears. That's how he sees the whole world. But the problem is something wrong with his ears. We've got to know there's something called light and we have to get used to letting that light penetrate into our lives. We have to have the seichel, the intelligence, to see the kindness and how Hashem gives us the benefits in this world. We have to have a feeling that we're living in a world full of light. So, uh, Rev. Pincus once relates that somebody came to him and said, I don't have simcha sachayim, I don't have joy of life. Even though he wasn't missing anything. So Pinka says, I suggested he learned Musr to see the chasadim of Hashem. But then in the end, he gave another prescription. And the prescription was like this. Make it your job once a day to give joy to someone else in your life. Find someone who has a problem and try to give them joy. Because if you want to cheer somebody up, what do you have to do? You have to be able to find something to cheer up about. The guy's saying, oh, my life, it's terrible, this, this, and that. Now, you want to make him feel better. Well, how are you going to make guy feel better? You got to find something positive, right? So if you find something positive in somebody else, he'll be able to maybe see something positive in his life. It's so important. People who suffer from depression, they always worry about their depression. Try to help somebody else. It'll force you to change. And this is the unique bracha of the light. 
A Jew has to make efforts to be happy and to know I live in a world that God created full of life. Now, of course, even though that's the main part of this bracha, but we need to know, but inside there's a little bit of darkness. Uborei as we said, the world is full of tests. There are certain situations that appear to be dark. There appears to be the concealment of Hashem. But when you say the ending of the bracha, Baruch at Hashem, Yotzer HaMeoros, we have to admit that the real reality is light, is kindness. That even if there is some darkness, but remember, a little bit of the light can push away the darkness. The light gives us the ability to see the darkness in a right way, that they are tests from Hashem that are meant to purify us for the good. And that's why as well, at night, we also have to mention the attribute of day. Because when the night comes, and that reflects Hester putting, where Hashem is concealed, we have to have the amuna of Amunas Chabalelos at night. And to have the amuna, like it says in the Sefer Micha, Ki Eilech even if I go in darkness, Hashem or Li, Hashem is a light for me. There's the attribute of day in the night. And that's one of the foundations of our Muna. Of course, we know everything Hashem does is for the good. Everything of Hashem's intentions are the good. Even the darkness is really based on good that He wants to do for us. So therefore, the first bracha that we say in the Shema is a bracha that's full of light. It looks at the overall panorama of the essence of the entire world. And we start with Yotzer, or Hashem makes the light, and we end with Yotzer Amaros. In the middle, there can be Choshech, Ubore Choshech. And then what really is the middle, the guts of this long, long bracha, the middle of the bracha, which is the soul of the bracha, it's the song of the angels. Kadosh, 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 Hashem, Svakos, Baruch, Kvod Hashem, Imkamau. As we said that, there's no, no way we can even describe this. Remember we said the sound, the song of silence. We're blown away by Hashem's greatness. And that bracha encompasses the entire world, the external and the internal, the soul of the world. And that's the song of the angels, the song to Hashem. That's the inner essence of the entire world. And that song explodes outside in the light. And that's all the blessings of the world come from. A world that has a soul that's full of light and someone could hear the song of the angels and sing together with them such a person has a life that's full of light and therefore we end off the bracha Yotzer HaMeoros a person sees there's a Melech Kayam, there's an eternal king who's holy who showers us with brachas such a person knows there is darkness within the world. There are tests within the world. There are moments of darkness. There are some difficult points within the world. But it's all included in the bracha. The light and the darkness are all together in God's plan, which is the essential core of the world. And that is the end of the bracha Yotzer Hamaros for what we need to know. So that's an important aspect, which now we go into the next bracha of Ava Rablav Tanu, or if you're Sephard, Avas Oilum. Ava Rabba means an abundance of love. And what's the main focal point of that bracha? 
It is a request, a unique request for success in Torah. We say, Avinu Avarachamon, our Father, our merciful Father, Hamarachem, who has mercy. Rachem Aleinu, have mercy upon us, the same believeinu, and put it into our hearts. to understand Torah. So let's just look at this introductory words. What are we calling Hashem? Avinu Avarachamon, he's an Abba which is a unique reality. We already live in a world of chesed. We live in a world with hospitals. We live in a world of places that do chesed. But they still don't come to the level of chesed that's so wondrous that a father has for his children. And he explains there's three levels of chesed. And Hashem is at the top level. Let's just briefly go over that. The lowest level is the kind of chesed we see amongst even the non-Jews of the world. And the main thing when you see kindness in the non-Jewish world, it shows itself when there's life and death issues. If a person gets hit by a car, okay, everyone's gonna try to save him, right? And that's why we have hospitals in the world. The, the, the world knows we have to have hospitals. We have to have police. We have to have firemen. Got to have those things. Why? Because if a person's going to die, we have to save their lives. However, what if a father cannot find the pacifier of his kids? Well, it's not what I would call life and death. So he wouldn't go out on the phone and call Mogain David of Adon and say, I have to come right away to help find my kid's pacifier. Okay. Because in the non-Jewish world, all they think about is one thing. How do we solve problems? If there's a problem, how do we solve it? And that's why King Solomon says, the chesed of the non-Jews is sinful. Why? Because it's not really chesed, it's chatos, it's sin, it's it's mercy. Why? Because you expect to get rewarded for it. If we take care of people one day, I may need it, right? And there's all kinds of uh, verses from the Navi that explains, Hashem said, I took you out, I didn't need anything from you, I didn't take it out for your korbanos. It was, it was a pure chesed that Hashem does. But more than that, when the non-Jew does kindness, he does it because it bothers him to see somebody dying. How can I sit by and watch somebody die? So it, it makes you feel better. There is a, a ulterior motive to their kindness. The second level is the chesed that Jews generally have. Jews who follow Torah mitzvahs. That's a chesed that's done in situations, even if it's not life and death, but simply to make their lives a little better for what they need. And that's the idea of carrying the burden, shouldering the burden. So we have gamas of pacifiers that <laughs> kids don't have. It's a chesed for the sake of chesed, not just really we're gonna die. But there's a third level, higher than all of them, and that's the chesed of the father. 
which is a totally different level of chesed. And this can be told, how do you know that? When the father or mother takes the child to the doctor, it's a big difference between the father's focus on the child's sickness and the doctor's. Okay, it's two different kinds of chesed. For the father, the child's sickness takes up his whole focus. The father doesn't have certain hours he's a father and then he's off duty of being a father. He's a father or mother all the time. All the time, 24 hours a day. Well, the doctor, he only has doctor's hours. Okay. So now there's two different conducts that God has with the world. One of the conducts is called Chiyusa Olamos. Hashem runs the world to keep it going. As Hashem is the Melech HaMishpat. That's one way. General supervision. But there's another type of conduct that's unique with us. Hashem, as it was, as it were, brings for the Jews everything we need, like a father to a child. And that's a love that doesn't depend on anything. Doesn't need any cause, just like a father or a mother does to a child. That no matter what the kid does, the father is still for the kid. There's no way that the father will stop being a father. He may not be a merciful father, because sometimes he has to punish, but he's always a father. Hashem, he can be angry, but he's always a father. Father warns the kid 10 times, don't touch the hot stove. And the kid touches the hot stove. What's the father going to say? Well, now it's your problem. You deal with it. I don't care. No, he cares. There's nothing you can do. So this is the relationship we have with Hashem. And therefore the Torah, which is so great. So it wasn't just given to us because the regular chesed of the world. Hashem has a world. He has a world. With, he gave us a Torah with that. The only way you can get Torah is from Avinu Avarachamon. From Avarabla Havtonu. From a great love with a chemla gedol. Incredible love. An eternal love. Only because of that did Hashem give us the Torah. And if it wasn't that eternal love, He wouldn't give us the Torah. So therefore, we ask from Hashem, Avinu Avarachamon. Who is there to ask from this gift of Torah? Only from the Father. Only from the Father can He ask for such amazing gifts. As the Mishnah Pergava says, the Jewish people are precious. Hashem gave them a precious utensil that He created the heavens and the earth. And the Gemara says, Rava says, if the tzaddikim want, they could create the world too. Because they have a Torah that creates the world. If it wasn't for our sins, we could manage recreate the world ourselves. We could be a creator in a certain sense, because we keep the world going. However, the Averis that we do create uh, barriers between us and Hashem. And that, that's a very sad thing. But really, Hashem is saying, here, you've got the Torah. He says, you got the keys to the palace. Right? Just like everything that Avram had, he gave to Yitzchak. So it is, whatever Hashem has, he created, well, he gave us the tools to the palace. And that's the Torah. L'havin, l'haski, l'shma, l'ilmud, l'ameh, to understand it, to learn and to teach. It's all prefaced by Avinu Avarachamon. And the Torah wasn't given just to individuals, but the Torah was given to every single generation that every Jew is capable of enjoying this Torah. Okay, we'll have to continue... I'm running late. We'll continue this idea later tomorrow.